name is Chris. And I'm Holly. Together, we're, we're the, the Friars. Friars. A long time ago when we first met, I fell madly in love with this woman. Oh. But she put me in the friend zone for over 20 years. Ugh, sweet Petunia. Eventually, I convinced her to be mine, and now we do our best to put up with each other. Hey. We're best friends who are married and love to talk. And we talk a lot. About absolutely everything. So sit back, have fun. And welcome to Following, following the, the Friars. Listeners could have seen what I just saw while we were <laughs> rolling the, the intro audio. <laughs> we have listeners asking for video, oh, so maybe they can in the we, future. We'll need to hire a crew to do that. I don't know how to do that just yet. It's a little out of my wheelhouse, but hopefully soon. Set it up on a good morning, everyone. Pod. <laughs> morning afternoon yeah. evening depending on where you are yes um <clears throat> hello everyone this is following the friars I still don't know what was so funny uh, <laughs> the hand gestures that you made oh i, I don't oh. know i was grocery shopping uh, i have no idea what my hands were doing oh i promise you it was it was uh lewd was that, crude and socially it? unacceptable oh my and gosh. absolutely hilarious because it, it was stop. and it <laughs> stop <laughs> He tells lies. He said oh, tells lies. Oh, no, I do not. Anyway, anyway, welcome to Following the Friars. I'm Holly. Yes. The ding dong across the way there is Chris. <laughs> Y'all, I can't even. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so our last episode, we were talking about um, by the time those aired, we would have been to the Rock and Roll Music Hall of Fame. Yes. Induction ceremony, and then on our way to the CMAs. Yes. Those have both happened. Those we, have both we happened. We survived. Holy smokes. I'm telling you, whirlwind it would be an understatement. Like yeah. I'm still recovering and it's me, we've been home a few days. Me too. And we didn't even we didn't even drink. No. That's the craziest part to me. Yes, when, everyone, you hit a certain age, you don't have to have alcohol to have a hangover. Yeah. It just yeah. happens. Lack of sleep gives you the yeah, hangover. I know. What? It's bad. I mean, for real. <laughs> I can't believe it. I felt like I had been run over by a truck. Well, I felt However, that way before I left because I had a cold. Yeah. And um, the cold made me feel crummy we on had, top of everything. Well, we had so much going on to begin with. Right. I was still in the midst of trying on uh, trying out new contact lenses. Oh, my God, y'all. Okay, so, so some of you know, those of you who don't know... Chris and I have been trying contacts. Yes. I am having a horrible time with it because, well, clearly I'm blind. But uh, Chris, you know, they, his his first trial pair, he's like, oh, this is great. I can see. I, it's I, wonderful. I don't have to wear glasses. Yeah. Well, I'm secretly hating him because, well, yeah. I'm now on my fourth pair of, of different prescription trying to yeah. figure this out. And and then we find ourselves in... Uh, we we find ourselves uh, last well it was, well it was on Saturday Saturday we'll just what what do we want to call that we want to call it Lensgate twenty twenty two oh my God. goodness it was Y'all, okay so so we're in we're in Los Angeles 
Chris has to go rehearse for, you know, final rehearsal before the live, well, semi-live. Before the taping of. Before the taping of the induction ceremony. Yeah. And he is in a hurry. He's in a huff. He has done what he does regularly, and that is not manage his time well. Um, let's admit. Guilty let's admit, as yes, charged. Yes. So he's huffing and blowing and trying to get out the door because he's yeah. running late. Yeah, all, but almost. And I'm, and I'm trying. I'm trying to stay out of his way. Yes. Because we're in a hotel room. Yes. And he gets gone. Uh-huh. Okay, you're out You're out the door. You're doing your thing for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. I'm going to finally get into the bathroom. Yes. And get my shower, whatever. And after I get out of the shower, I'm looking. I'm like, oh, oh, wow. There's a contact laying here on the counter. So, all right. And, and meanwhile, I'm looking and I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute. Did I, did I not, did I drop one? I look, <laughs> I look in my case and I'm like, no, no, both of mine are there. Yeah. So I grab my phone. Well, hang on, hang on, because I gotta I gotta bring things up to date from my perspective. From your, okay, then we'll pick like, up from where I was. I, I I put those things in my eyes, and I've been having trouble with them going in and staying in. I don't know what it is. Maybe my eyelids are too tight against my eyeballs. I have no idea, but I'm having trouble getting them to stay in. So I get. What I think is like, and and they're kind of weird, and I'm still having their their multifocal contact lenses. I'm having trouble adjusting. My brain doesn't want to accept it. It was early in the morning. I go to pop these suckers in. I thought I had them in. Then I'm having trouble seeing. Things are blurry, and I'm thinking, well, okay, maybe my brain isn't adjusting as well as I thought. Maybe it's just I'm having a bad go of things. So after Maybe my I eyes are tired. This contact, I, I text you and I'm yes, like, hey. I get, I get a text that says, <laughs> Hey, are you having trouble seeing? <laughs> Is your vision blurry? <laughs> How does she know? And yes, why? <laughs> and then Holly sends me a text that says, Because I found one of your lenses. <laughs> On the counter. On the bathroom countertop. <laughs> she says, which eye is it? <laughs> and, I, and then I get a text right away that says, never mind. It doesn't matter. You know which one you can't see out of. Well, I wanted to put the lens back in the correct container. And then I realized, wait a minute, you're wearing one. Yeah. So you'll figure that out. We thought until yeah. he came back to get it. So I, I, I literally, we get through with half of our rehearsal and camera blocking and all of that. And they say, okay, we're going to break for lunch. We're going to bring you guys back in just a, you know, you've got an hour. Okay, great. And I take off. I like find, I find craft services and I shove a couple of bites of food. I don't even remember what it was. I just shoved some, some food into my face, grabbed a bottle of water choked it down, and then, like, hightailed it back over to the hotel. I go into the hotel. You had already left the room to go get your hair and makeup done. Yeah, I was getting hair and makeup done. So I'm in the room, and I find the contact lens in the little lens case holder thingy, and (laughs) I just pop that sucker in, right? (laughs) No problem. Pop it in, head back out, make it over to the venue. And I realize that now I can't see at all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. 
Like something is wrong here. Like the eye that was look that, that I could see out of, now I can't see out of it all. <laughs> the other eye is still kind of blurry, but whatever. It's like better than the other, you know, it's better than the one that was. So I'm thinking maybe the first one that was in there popped out. I send you a text you message. Text me, I, you're, you're, you, you sent me a text saying you think you lost one. Yeah. Or you I, have your the eyes mixed up. Like you yeah. have the wrong lens in the wrong eye. Yes. So, so either way, you're like something's not right here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm having trouble seeing, and we're we go to the like the gifting suite to go hang out, and I can't see a thing. <laughs> Which is why I got and no my gifts. eyes are uh, they're watering, and and you know. Th- you know Gifting suites aren't what they used to be. It used to be you could go to a gifting suite and you'd have to have a whole truck to haul out oh, all the yeah, goodies. Oh, yeah, the stuff in the gifting suites where now it's things also are, Yeah, you could tell like, the economy's bad because things were light. <laughs> I'm just saying. All I got was entered into a drawing. Yeehaw. Yeah. So, anyway, the um, the the, the I, I make it through this rehearsal. Thank goodness I didn't need to read any music or anything. And I get back over to the hotel. And I'm thinking to myself, man, this is awful. John Hopkins looked at me and said, hey, but did you put them both in the same eye or something? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, no, not me. No, man, of course not. How, how could that happen? But in, meanwhile, I've got him like holding his phone flashlight up to my face going, uh, I you definitely have one in the, in the left eye, but I don't see one in the right eye. And I'm like, are you sure? Because I'm convinced there's one in the right eye. Because I don't know. I get back to the room. I I literally think, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know go searching for the one that is clearly missing. I reach up, I pop one out of the left eye, put it in the case, and then then I go. <laughs> I put on my glasses thinking, well, I'll be able to see now. And as soon as I put my eyeglasses on, my left eye went completely blurry. Completely blurry. My right eye was crystal clear. And I'm like, uh. And then you knew both contacts, both contacts had been in the same eye. Had gone in the same eye somehow. I don't, I don't know how that happened. That's okay. After, but it did. After we got back to the hotel from the CMAs the following week, <laughs> and you decided that we would drive home at 2.30 in the morning. Hey. I grabbed my glasses out of habit and put them on, and we yep. got, I don't know, 20 minutes down the road before I realized I you could still not. Had your, you still had your contacts in. I could in. not see because my contacts <laughs> were still in. It was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. But it was 2.30 in the morning, and I was tired, so yeah. that's and- my excuse. And those were dailies, so you... Yeah, I just took them out and threw them away. Yeah. 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 Which, that's my next adventure, is to try those. We'll see what happens. I don't know that they'll travel as well. I don't know that they won't. It seems like an awful lot to keep up with. I don't know. I don't like them because they tend to um, dry out my eyes. Really? Yeah. Oh, then I I may end up hating them. You hear that? I hear that, too. Yeah. Does it sound like somebody's running a vacuum cleaner? It does. It sounds like somebody's running a vacuum cleaner in the distance, but it's coming from outside. Yeah. Who knows? That's weird. Did, did we have weird neighbors. <laughs> you, it, yeah. That's <laughs> our family. I, well, um, they're weird. So yeah, that was just that was very very odd though. Yeah, maybe somebody's vacuuming out their car over there. I don't know. I don't know either. It it's strange. it's hard to tell. Anyway, um, 
I don't even, yeah, I, the, driving home late at night, it, yeah, I got really tired there a couple of, couple of moments and, uh, but we made it home. I was going to say, I, that's why I sang all the way home. I was trying to keep you awake. Yeah. So my singing was putting you to sleep. Is that what you're saying? No. It was that bad? No. No, actually, if you if it had been bad, it would have kept me awake. I promise <laughs> you. It would have made me flinch every three seconds. <laughs> That's what we do, people. When we're on the road late at night, I turn on the uh, the uh, iPod and listen. Uh, we when, sing all the we, way home. D- listen, when we're doing eighty miles an hour down the interstate in the middle of the night, and the the windows are cracked and the radio is completely turned up all the way. I swear to you, it is like, it is exactly like Steve Perry and Celine Dion are having a duet. That's what we sound like. I sound just like her when the radio is turned up. You know, yeah. Adele. I mean, it's it's I, amazing sure, how much like I'm, Adele I sound I'm, when the radio is turned up. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> it's it's it's, Pat it's Benatar, it, it, yes. I mean, I, I am gifted. You you sound like everyone, <laughs> just like everyone. As it's do am, you. It's amazing. It, it's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely, amazing. I didn't realize I had such vocal range until the other night in the car. Right? Yes, I p- totally picked the wrong profession. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Oh my god! Um, you know what? Though we should talk about we should talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Yes, I the, walked my first red carpet. That was a lot of fun, and your fly was not open. Yes, yay! That's, that's a true story. That was a plus. That's a true story. I once did that. Walk the red carpet. I'm seated in in the venue. I forget what the event was. Grammys, I think. Was it Grammys? I think it was the Grammys, yeah. It was either. Gosh, I guess it was the Grammy. It was either Grammys or CMAs. It was one one of the ones that I took you to, and and I walked the red carpet, and I'm seated right next to you, and I'm like, gosh, does it feel breezy in here to you? And you look down for whatever reason. You instinctively look down at my crotch. And you're like, your flies open, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then this this beautiful woman beside me goes. Um, speaking of being an idiot, did you just walk the red carpet with your fly open? <laughs> yeah, I guess I did. She goes, well, well, let's hope to God nobody got a picture of it down. <laughs> well, you didn't turn up on TMZ, so yeah. they were fine. Yeah, but yeah, we walked the red carpet. That we was did. A lot it was of fun. fun. A lot of fun. Very yeah, and and the night was really really interesting. Um, it was long. It was. It was so interesting, and I enjoyed all of it. But they could yeah. have cut that down about I don't know three hours. Ha! I mean, we were there forever. I it was going to have to like file it. for homestead exemption. Oh, it was it was a long time. So so you know to a certain extent there was you know part of our adolescence the soundtrack to our adolescence was there the, like a lot of these artists that were getting inducted in mm-hmm. uh in this class we were you know we were hearing their music when we were kids oh, yeah. you know so judas priest duran duran lionel richie the eurythmics mm-hmm. pat benatar and neil giraldo mm-hmm. um dolly parton that's why i was there with the band um uh to back her up and and for her portion of the show mm-hmm. um but i must say that it was really, really cool to see and hear all of those, all of those acts. Um, everybody gets to perform a few numbers. They're like, they're, they're big numbers from early on. And, 
and it was really cool. Duran Duran, amazing. Oh, yeah. There was a technical difficulty that probably won't even end up on the on the broadcast show. No, they'll they'll cut that. And, they'll and cut that out. But I, I, total professionals, they they sounded incredible. Um, Judas Priest, absolutely incredible. And and I have to say, I want to say the one that I found. No, I don't want to say incredible because I'm not really a huge fan, but I was surprised by how good the performance was. Eminem? Eminem. Yeah. I mean, incredible. He's, he's a total professional. Performance. Like, yeah. He always, he, he always yeah. comes full force and doesn't hold back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and, and always hires the best. He's always got a, an incredible band to back him up. Oh, yeah. Just, he was, yeah. He was, I was, I was, I don't want to say delightfully surprised, but I mean, I was surprised. No, you could say that. It That's okay. A, it was a, a a good performance. Yeah. Um, now, for what we did, the reason we were there, we were backing up Dolly Parton. Um, Dolly, <clears throat> who initially turned, you know, was turning down the whole the whole thing because she was operating on the belief that uh, she had just not done anything rock and roll enough to even be considered for the rock and roll hall of fame. Um, paying no mind to the fact that nine to five was a huge hit. It was on every radio station everywhere when it was popular. Um, an enormous hit for her. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and Dolly's career is just absolutely amazing. She's, you know, she's written, more songs than most people could ever possibly imagine. Um, one in particular, I Will Always Love You, has been a number one hit in four decades. I don't know that there are many artists that can make that claim, if any, other than Dolly. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, that's a pretty incredible feat. And, you know, Whitney Houston sang a version of it that was just bigger than everything. Yeah, that was for the movie Bodyguard. Yeah, absolutely Stunning rendition of that song. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, what we got to participate in is we, there was like a, a star-studded uh, cast who uh, participated in paying homage to Miss Dolly. Um, she gave her acceptance speech and then goes off the stage to change so that she could come back out and play an original song that she wrote for just for the occasion. How rock and roll is that? That's amazing, I thought. It's very. And incidentally, when this airs this week, it'll be before yeah. the, the the actual broadcast. The actual broadcast. So if anyone listening is interested in the broadcast, it'll be Saturday, November 19th, I think at 7 p.m. Uh, yeah. You have, have to, to check your yeah. local listings on HBO Max. Is that I, right? I believe that is correct. It's one of the HBOs. Yeah. Google it. But yeah, yeah it, it will it, be aired. Yeah, and then I'm sh- I'm sure it'll be available for streaming after beyond that, that at some after point, that. I'm sure. Um but yeah, so we did we we did uh Coat of Many Colors with Brandy Carlisle and Pink. Mm-hmm. Uh both of whom sound amazing. Oh, if yeah. if you're not familiar with either of those two artists, you need to go check them out. Um and then we did 9 to 5 uh and Zach and Cheryl Crow. Um same did that one. we did that one um fun song to play really fun song to play mm-hmm. we did dolly's original tune called rockin um 
And, and then, then the star-studded uh, just finale yeah, was Jolene. Jolene. Um, let me just Which say. Which was everybody. Well, it, it, was wasn't, it wasn't everybody. Eminem didn't come out. Lionel Richie didn't come out. Well, there was no rapping in Jolene, so I could yeah. see where Eminem wouldn't come out. Um, but Brandy and Pink and Cheryl. Um, but Pat Benatar, Neil Giraldo, the Eurythmics. So Annie Lennox, uh, Dave Stewart was out there playing along with us, uh, but Annie sang a verse. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon Lebon killed it. Let me tell you, folks, uh, and I'm just going to say this: um, I'm from a place of honesty. It's not because necessarily that I'm I'm a, a fan of Duran Duran. During the the rehearsal, the big rehearsal where everybody came out and sang and, and got a feel for what was happening. Simon Lebon walked out on stage <clears throat> when it came time for him to sing his couple of lines in the song. He sang it with such conviction and such strength that you would have thought that he wrote the dang song. So much power, so much finesse behind his voice. I was so impressed at how professional Simon Lebon is as a singer of other people's music. He absolutely crushed in a rehearsal, and it was even more so on the live performance. And let me tell you who else surprised me. Rob Halford of Judas Priest. He walked out on stage. (laughs) Honestly, he looked like he was one of the crew, uh, one of the local crew guys. He was wearing shorts and combat boots and... uh, and he had a black T-shirt on, and and he's you know he's bald, and he's got a tattoo of a lightning bolt on the side of his head, and he had a big long beard, and he didn't he didn't look at all like the uh, svelte, blonde-headed shrieker <laughs> of a singer that he was back in the eighties mm-hmm. uh, or the seventies, for that matter. Um, but he walks out on stage, and Dolly, of course, who is just uh, so precious and polite she decided to introduce herself to everyone he walked out she introduced herself and she says oh i hope this isn't you know too much of an imposition for you to to learn this little bit of this song and he said he said i overheard this because it was on a live microphone he said oh no 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 i'm i'm very familiar with this song and not just because of this occasion i've been listening to this song for decades and in this moment that this was happening, I could see Dolly, this wave of genuine surprise and and humility and humbleness wash over her. She really, she knew who Rob Halford was. She knew that he's in one of the most iconic heavy metal bands ever. And here, here he is saying, oh, I've, I've been singing along to this song for decades. Mm-hmm. She was just so over. It was, it was overwhelming to be a, a witness to it. A side note, um, a side note. Neil Giraldo and Pat Benatar, those two are they. When not everyone gets to see it, but I got to see a little glimpse of it the other day at rehearsal. They are like two high school kids in love for the first time. She calls him Spider, and he calls her Patricia. And I promise you, they were doting on each other at every moment they could. It was so sweet. Anyway, the uh, the experience was really cool. What was it like for you, like listening to 
to that portion of the show because I had to be, you know, I had to be oh, at work. You know. Oh, yeah. It was great. I mean, everybody sounded great. I mean, it was just the energy in the room was great. I could yeah. have been seated a little closer to the stage, <laughs> but that's another talk show. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it uh, – I mean, we had good seats. I'm not saying we didn't. It's just, you know, in that yeah. fangirl moment, front row is where you want to be. Oh, you know? of course. That's um, where everyone wanted to be. Right. But the Eurythmics sounded incredible. Um, they, they, were all, they were all good. Yeah. I thought it was really cool to see – um, with when Pat and Neil played, they had their original drummer Myron Grombacher uh, playing drums, and he had even though he has a different drum kit now, he had one of those. You remember that big, uh, the big Japanese themed drum kit that he had, the big yeah. white one with the like every one of the drums had the the kanji writing on it and the the red yeah. dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. so he had like this twenty inch floor tom sitting up there and I was I was just like, oh that's the kit. And I got to meet him backstage and touch that drum. It was kind of weird, but you know, whatever. Well, at least it was the drum you were touching. Yeah. <laughs> could have well, been more awkward, you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess it could have been. Yeah, yeah. But it's really cool, you know, like for me to be able to experience that as well. Oh, yeah, it's very And then very the CMAs. Cool. CMAs were cool. CMAs were way more country than they have been in the past. They really were. And the people watching was equally as... as uh, oh, it's always dynamite, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. I saw one girl in her pajamas. <laughs> and it was... I mean, actually, it was more like lingerie. It wasn't pajamas. Pajamas, I could have, like, probably you know, overlooked. Listen. But, I mean, she literally looked like she was wearing a nightgown. Listen, I understand I'm not, yeah, I'm not the most handsome person in the world. I clean up okay, and I know how to look nice. But holy smokes, the mirror lied to some people. I'm not going to call anybody out, but there were definitely people who, who, who either their, their friend, their best friend, their, uh, their spouse, um, their manager, somebody along the line said, oh, you know what? That looks great. Go ahead and go out in that. And they should not have listened and to that person. There were several people there that if they have stylists on, on payroll, they need to fire them. They should them. fire them. They should totally fire them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. It was a lot of fun. I like the tables. I had not been since they went to tables. You the know, last time I was at a CMA, it we, was seat. It like, was the rows and, and the yeah, aisles. Yeah, rows and, and aisles yeah. and all of that, which was fine, but I'm short, so I always got stuck behind somebody 12 feet tall, and I didn't see half the show. Yeah. Um, having tables was... Yeah, like, they put tables out. It yeah, was yeah, really it was great. more like going to the Emmys or the Oscars. Yeah, I really enjoyed <laughs> it that way. Actually, that the layout. Emmys, I think the Oscars still does. I don't think they do tables. Maybe yeah, they do. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. Golden Globes do. Yeah, the Golden Globes do tables. They do tables. Yeah, it was like going to the Screen Club. Actors Guild, yeah. Yeah, that that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was um that was a lot of fun. It was uh yeah, it was really groovy and at, you know what? There was food at the tables. There were like little charcuterie boxes. Oh yes, yes. Um and so we ate during commercial breaks. <laughs> Wasn't no way I was going to be shoving crackers in my face. No, 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 no. Just in case that camera, you know, panned by you, you didn't want to be shoving a cracker or a block of cheese in your mouth. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Holy smokes. Between eating and then, um, I was actually doing real estate during the commercial oh my- breaks. I was working on a contract <laughs> during the commercial wait, breaks. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you. You uh, you were working at the CMAs. Yes. 
Oh, my gosh. I was absolutely working at the CMAs. You're a total ninja. Every commercial break. Well, not all of them, but like <laughs> several of them. Yes, I was I was working. Hey, things come up. You have to take hey, care of it. Hey, you know what? It's a fast-moving business, and you know. Yeah, well, you know. You got to do what you got to do. stop because I'm doing something else, but it was pretty well, funny, you know. It, well, yeah. I mean, but... And your clients are happy. They have a they have a contract. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yes, they're, they're under contract. So, well, that's good. Yeehaw. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> You're at the CMAs and working on real estate. Yes. Holy smokes! Well, you know what that music means. Luke Bryan's just lucky that he didn't, you know, bother me while I was trying to do that. <laughs> I would have had to tell him to go away. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. You've been listening to Following the Friars, um, our happy little podcast about, I don't know. Nothing. About nothing. But we appreciate you listening. We really, truly do. And um, help us grow our little podcast. And uh, send us emails to followingthefriars at gmail.com. Or DM us at yeah, Holly on, Fryer or at the one, the number one, Chris Fryer. On Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. Or just search hashtag following the friars. You'll yeah. find us. Yes. And until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.